welcome everyone to episode 10 of Healthy Mind Fit Body Podcast. This is Wes and Kevin's on the other line. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Wes. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I uh, was a little under the weather, I think, the last couple days. I don't think I actually was sick officially, but um, some kind of bug was definitely attacking me. And uh, No flying pig flu, right? Oh, no. No, that's good. not going to happen. I don't even yes. want to think about that. When pigs will fly, that's when you'll get that. Exactly. Yeah, I kind of sat around uh, and rested up yesterday and today a little bit more. And then I uh, did some yoga at uh, noon and that seemed to do the trick. So I felt like pretty crappy beforehand and I almost didn't go. But then I I got in there and um, about halfway through, I started feeling like a human being again. So yeah, a little yoga sizing will bring you back in order. Yeah, there's something about it. Something about those kind of movements and the sweating and works pretty well for me. Gets you in that kind of mindfulness state and meditative and gets all that good stretching in too. Yeah, get the kinks out. So you can practice your Chinese splits. <laughs> yeah, maybe in a couple of years I'll be doing those Chinese splits. There you go. We were just uh, kicking around this article before the show from uh, toplessrobot.com. Kind of an interesting site, but this is titled The 10 Most Beloved and Unhealthy Gaming Snacks. <laughs> and we were kind of reminiscing on some of the things we used to eat back in the day. I remember these um, pizza rolls. Oh, yeah. When I was a little kid, I used to eat those. Pretty quick and easy for parents to dish those out to kids. Huh? No, I was eating those uh, when I was training heavily in college for uh, swimming. Ah, when you were a big boy. Yeah, I thought the carbs were, were just so good. I mean, it was, it's loaded with carbs, and it's got a lot of salt, so, you know, what could be wrong about that? Although, you can burn your mouth on those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got to be careful. Yeah, many times. Yes. And, of course, Oreos is another one they've got here, and Slim Jims. They've got a picture of uh, the white pasty substance, which is, uh, <laughs> they say... <laughs> It is also one of the few things that you know can't be healthy for you without even looking at ingredients on the package. But if you did look, you would see, quote, mechanically separated chicken, unquote, as an ingredient. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it sounds like it might be chicken torn apart by a robot with claws for hands. But in reality, it is just chicken meat turned into a paste-like substance, which looks like this. (laughs) Yeah, and it, <laughs> it's pink and it's fluffy. Almost looks like vanilla yogurt or something. Yeah, or pink-flavored yogurt. Yeah, you never know what you're getting in all those uh, minced-up meat products and sausages and stuff. Yeah, the prepackaged foods, they just, uh, yeah, they're full of surprises. Yeah. I like this combos. They, they, have a <laughs> they have a package of crackers and they're bacon, egg, and cheese crackers. Yeah, I'd never seen those before. And uh, they called them snossages for humans. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) Yeah, which is not unlike a snossage, the snack for dogs, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. (laughs) So yeah, Twinkies, and then Mountain Dew, and then, of course, uh, huge piles of candy at the end, but donuts are in there, too. And it kind of goes in line with what we talked about donuts in a previous episode. Yeah. The little write-up here is, who does not like a donut? It's about the worst thing you could eat. You may think that because it has dough in it, that perhaps you are getting some nutrition, but you aren't thinking. A donut, whether it be cakey or crispy, has about no nutritional value whatsoever. It's got nothing but fat, sugar, and carbohydrates in portions so large it may as well be the Sam's Club of unhealthy. (laughs) However, like cigarettes, it may be the unhealthiness that draws us to it. 
Also, it is one of those few foods you can buy a box of, bring it to your friend's house, and only your most picky of bitch friends will not find something they like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, going to be popular with the big box, right? Yeah, and this is the sort of eating habits that we find not just in the gaming community, but in America in general. And we both watched the latest episode of Nightline, you can actually see that online, titled New Diet Pills Show Promise for Weight Loss. The drug industry hunts for holy grail pill to help people lose weight and keep it off. It's like a 10-minute segment, and it talks about you know the nature of obesity and overweight epidemic in America. And it interviews a couple of people that are trying to lose weight. And I thought the comments by the one lady were pretty fascinating, where she said that she didn't eat wisely. And they asked her, you know, why were you not able to lose the weight or keep the weight off? And she says, you just get used to eating the same amount of food. And then your body yells at you. And she says, I obey my body. Mm-hmm. Obeying your body. This is the conflict that we've talked about in the past about the two different sides of self. One is wanting to, you know, eat the right things and be healthy, and the other side is just doing it because it wants to or because it hasn't reconciled those conflicts. Well, it's kind of like putting your body on autopilot, right? I mean, you're not using your mind at all. You just completely take the mind part out of it, and that fit body becomes really tough to achieve. And um, it sounds like people like that woman are not going in and introspecting. They're not really thinking about their decisions too much. No, there's no real deeper self-reflection or, you know, solemn introspection, if you will, to try to come to terms with one's feelings. Because obviously what one is feeling, the hunger pains, the cravings, are just a manifestation of the habits that one has built up over time in the past, whether it's, you know, how you related to food with your parents, you know, that they force you to eat everything on your plate um, or eat all your vegetables before you could have a giant dessert, you know, all these different habits that we've developed. And then, you know, the things we just covered with the donuts and the pizza rolls and all those processed foods, this is part of like our culture. And people just develop these habits and they get ingrained and then they think that somehow their bodies are acting contrary to their own wishes. It's almost like they're possessed by a demon or they become zombies, right? Instead of eating brains, they eat all kinds of nasty junk food. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, imagine if you and I never gave much thought to what we were eating. We'd still be doing the pizza rolls and the donuts and we'd probably look about 20 years older than we do. And uh, we'd be falling apart at this point of our lives. I mean, yeah. But we'd be sitting here going, yeah, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm just following what my body says. And of course, because of this, uh, we can't um, overlook an entire industry that's trying to come to the rescue here, the pharmaceutical industry, which is what this Nightline show was about, basically. Big Pharma stepping in to try to solve this problem in America, right? Mm -hmm. So they had one sales, uh, well, I guess he was like the CEO of one of these drug companies. He says, we want you to lose your weight in a safe fashion and keep the weight off. And of course, they noted that this means taking these drugs in perpetuity, basically for the rest of your life, if you're going to rely on the drugs to suppress your appetite, to make you feel full, to regulate your metabolism. I mean, these are like the main uh, aspects of what these drugs do. If you have to rely on that pharmaceutical, then you've got to keep on taking it, right? Yeah, yeah. And do you think there's ever a time when it is appropriate to prescribe drugs to somebody that's obese? 
You know, the obesity is the result, again, of all these different habits that people have built up in their minds, their subconscious minds, and how they relate to their own emotions, right? Or they don't relate to their own emotions. And I think the most important thing is to connect with your true self in these matters, your more authentic part of yourself. And in our book, Healthy Mind Fit Body, we actually have a whole week program to deal with this. It's using the sentence completion technique that was really perfected by Nathaniel Brandon. He has whole workbooks on it. But I designed it so that you could actually explore the different facets of you know, this weight struggle that people have and, and get to the root of it, basically. Because I think the drugs, and you know, in the realm of psychotherapy, people prescribe psychotropic drugs for all kinds of reasons. Uh, severe depression and major anxiety, panic attacks, things like that. But they're kind of a Band-Aid, you know? Mm -hmm. And there's no substitute for actually getting in touch with your own emotions and discovering new habits of relating to yourself. And I think that's the most important part psychologically because if we just rely on pharmaceuticals, we're not getting at the root of what actually caused the problem. Yeah, exactly. And it's also, you're saving a lot of money by introspecting and working through these things. I mean, yeah, I imagine that especially the first, those drugs are not going to be cheap. And then to say that people need to be on them their whole lives. I mean, yeah, I just... Uh, oh, but insurance will cover it, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Other people will cover the expenses there. Of course, of course. Yeah, we'll just rely on insurance companies and maybe government would cover it too. Oh, yes. That's going to be courtesy of the government, which actually... Where do they get their money um, <laughs> from productive people in the populace or they just print it out? That's a whole other issue. But it goes back to responsibility. I mean, it's just, you know, this idea that someone else is going to take care of you and, you know, it's all going to be kind of figured out for you. I mean, that just doesn't work, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's inherently disempowering, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. This whole, you know, business about healthcare, uh, the healthcare industry and how people are going to be taken care of by other people. I mean, this is what ingenious people do in the marketplace if they're free to actually operate their businesses in a way that they want to rather than how regulators and, uh, you know, busybodies and political do-gooders think that they should be providing those things. So, again, it's multifaceted, but in relation to your own health and well-being, there's no substitute to actually focusing on what really matters in your own life, you know, taking responsibility for these things. Taking responsibility, yeah. So do you think these drugs are at all efficacious? Because in this uh, piece that Nightline did, they basically showed that these two, at least the two people they interviewed, had lost substantial amounts of weight. Yeah, I mean, that's impressive. But then how long are they going to be able to keep it off after they stop taking the drugs? Or is it just that they're supposed to keep taking the drugs forever? You've got to keep people in a crisis, chronic disease state so that you can keep on feeding them drugs, you see. This is how the healthcare industry works, right? Yeah, exactly. And we still don't know what the side effects of these drugs are. I mean, are we going to rely on the FDA to keep us safe? I mean, that hasn't worked out too well in the past. So, you know, there's that issue too. Yeah, every drug has a side effect. It doesn't matter what the drug is. It's always going to have a trade-off there. Exactly. And again, this problem is caused essentially by eating habits and by misinformation out there because as we've noted in previous podcasts and in the book, most people don't have the correct nutritional information to understand the nature of how fat gets deposited into fat cells and how it's kept there yeah. by what you eat, basically, by having higher insulin levels. I mean, insulin is that storage hormone for fat. It converts the carbs to fat. 
and the fat actually doesn't make you fat. We've covered that too. So yeah. this nutritional misinformation um, and oftentimes disinformation actually keeps people unhealthy. And then, of course, leave it to the pharmaceutical companies to come to the rescue with a, a bigger Band-Aid. Yeah, in fact, we were talking a little bit before the show, drug addiction. Maybe we need more drugs to keep away from drug addiction. I mean, where do you, where do you stop? You know, I mean, it's just, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, there are drugs that uh, are substitutes for the actual black market drugs. But um, that's obviously not taking responsibility either. Because again, when we look at the nature of health and wellness and fitness, it's more a psychological process than it is some sort of disease state that can be fixed with drugs. I mean, I think that if people were to actually focus on the psychological component, this would be a fairly easy problem to solve. Yeah. But it's that most people in these professions, these helping professions, aren't focusing on what really matters and the nature of the nutritional information and then the psychological side, which entails the, the motivation aspects. So when someone says that they're not eating wisely and that their body is forcing them to eat things, that's an indication that there's self-conflict happening, that there's certain value judgments that are being unaddressed in that process. Yeah, it actually reminds me of, um, I think I've talked about this before, but I have a friend that a long time ago, when I first bought the Zone book, he bought it at the same time. And we were reading it and we were kind of like, wow, this is really cool information. And I started kind of implementing some of it and so did he. And then, uh, I don't know, a couple of years later, I was over at his place and he's drinking a Mountain Dew and pounding the Pringles. And, and I looked and I said, what happened to the zone? I thought you were kind of big on that. And he's like, oh, no, no, I, I, I can't do without my carbs. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and he's overweight. And, I, you know, it's just like, where's that disconnection there? What, what's going on? I mean, he knows exactly what the right thing is, but he's choosing to do the unhealthy thing that's keeping him overweight. Yes. And if you look in our culture, it's almost as if being overweight and obese even is normal. Yeah. And this pathology of normalcy is just a slippery slope where people basically don't take the initiative in order to actually remedy the situation and become more healthy because as this guy at Scripps Institute, this piece actually was done in San Diego here where we are, he said that, you know, most of these diseases that people come to doctors with are the result of this obesity issue and eating problems. So if you address the problem from a psychological point of view and the behavioral point of view, and if you address the healthy eating side of things, then all these other disease states kind of fall by the wayside. And people are able to manage their own health in a preventative fashion rather than always going to the doctor to try to uh, do damage control, right? Yeah. So in summary, let me ask you, is there or is there not a magic pill for weight loss? A magic bullet or a pill? Yeah. Does it exist? Is it out there somewhere? Are there some scientists that we can rely on or some doctors or somebody that can just whip up something so we don't have to worry about this whole eating thing anymore? Yeah. So we don't have to state phrases like this gal from the San Diego Sports Medicine and Family Health Center that obesity is a chronic disease and we need to think about chronic medication for it. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, that's not really a magic bullet, is it? It's not no. a magic pill. It's not a holy grail because if we look at this rationally and realistically, if you need chronic medication, you're going to be addicted to the medication now. 
you're going to be relying on that now instead of relying on your own resources, your own psychological resources. And this can be achieved. I mean, the last podcast we asked people to comment on what their issues are and so forth. And we're recording this show actually before anyone made any comments. So we encourage you to make comments uh, to this show or the previous one so that we can uh, address the particular issues that you have in your life, the psychological struggles with eating the right foods and discovering what actually is good food for you and how you maintain a healthy mind fit body in this process. Yeah. And also just people that are already doing this and kind of taking charge and you know, kind of eating the foods that we're talking about to stay thin and stay healthy. You know, how's it going? Like, what what are you finding are the challenges there? Uh, I did actually have a comment on my Facebook page from one of our listeners, and she said she's starting to eat more fat. And uh, she said, I'm working my way up to Wes's 50% uh, fat <laughs> in, in his diet. Excellent. So, so uh, yeah, we're changing the world one person at a time, right? As long as she's cutting down on the carbohydrates and replacing that with the fat energy. Yeah, exactly. That will serve her well, and it will make it easier to actually lose the weight and to keep it off. Yeah. Because that's the goal here. And it's just surprising that all these researchers and doctors and all these experts are not focusing on what really matters, but instead these Band-Aid prescriptions, literal prescriptions for people to pop pills and to waste money on that process. No, well, that's where Healthy Mind Fit Body comes in. So we're basically the anti-pharmaceutical industry and the anti-FDA, and <laughs> we're what works. Indeed, because your own body has, you know, so many complex processes going on that it can take care of itself if you do the right things for it. Yeah. That's the key. Exactly. So if you like the show, you can rate us or review us on iTunes. We have a link there on the website. And just visit HealthyMindFitBody.com for all the good information. Yeah, and we have a newsletter and a free audio that we're offering. If you go to HealthyMindFitBody.com and just put in your first name and email address up in the upper right, we'll start sending you that wonderful information immediately. All right, well, that wraps it up. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. 